What's up, everybody? Thank you for joining us for the Real Cold Games Cast. My name is Brady, and I'm joined by Alex and Mill. Boys, how are we feeling today? Feeling good. Pretty good, considering the circumstances. Oh, no, <laughs> nobody's got the corona here? Nope. No, not, not that I know of. Oh. I did for a second, but I came back stronger than ever. <laughs> yeah, you said you slept for like 15 hours one day or something like that. Yeah, Saturday, or no, Sunday. I had like a hundred over 100 fever, and I slept for, I slept till like 5.30 p.m., Okay. I'll take that. (laughs) I I feel better now, though, so it must have worked. That's the cure. (laughs) I know we're all a little frustrated. We played some Warzone before this. We'll dive into our feelings about how that's changed in just a short week here. Uh, But once again, thank you for joining us. Um, We are three guys from the Midwest that just want to talk about video games and shoot the shit. So what we're going to do today is kind of talk about the next gen and what we're hoping for, kind of with the details that have come out today between you know PS5, the One X, uh, the Series X, not the One X. Um, maybe compare the two, and it's really just go through what we're hoping for for the next gen, who we think you know might win, you know that whole conversation, and go from there. Um, but before we do that, Mill, do you want to talk about how your feelings have changed about Warzone in, in a week? <laughs> oh my God! All right, well, yeah. For- Last show, we talked about Warzone, and I, I think it was like day two of it being out. Uh, we were talking about how, you know, sweet, you know, the gameplay is, how you know, fast-paced it is, how you know, easy it is, pretty much. Uh, that haven't exactly been the case this past week for me. Um, I think since last show, we've only had, I've only had one win. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just repeatedly getting second, third, fourth, fifth place every game and just not being able to like just pull it out is i honestly think that it's, it's definitely got up to the point where it's skill-based matching um that's that's something they said they were going to try to avoid but yeah it definitely really, feels like there's it feels like they've already incorporated man it's like the first the first couple of days the difference in gameplay has just been night and day mm-hmm. the first couple of days it was it was just fun it was easy now it's just getting harder and harder i don't why i think people are starting to understand the mechanics a little bit more you know it's easy to kind of shotgun a win early when nobody knows what they're doing and we had all of our loadouts (laughs) and all that kind of stuff but i mean now everybody knows use cold-blooded use a heartbeat sensor okay have a sniper and you know a close range Um, weapon and you're golden yeah pretty much everyone fit yeah i figured out the mechanics of it and it's just everyone's playing like the same way mm -hmm. so it's hard to have that advantage over someone who doesn't know because I'm pretty sure by this time everyone should know what to use, where to go, yep. where to get the most loot, where to you know where the circle's gonna play your favor, stuff like that. So mm-hmm. yeah, not to mention but, the gulags. You know, those are always fun. <laughs> God, the gulag makes me, want to, makes me want to pull my hair out, man. <laughs> it's unbelievable. But you know, I know when that first couple of days everyone had their. It was I got a lot of mixed opinions about it, but now I'm starting to see the other side of why a lot of people don't like it so it, mm-hmm. it is one of those where it's probably some of their 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 um, what do you call it? their players have is has switched back to the multiplayer modes or stuff yeah. like plunder or something like that so and i mean plunder's okay it's it's definitely not a game i think i would go in expecting to win or anything like that but it's yeah. different gameplay i mean it's not like respawning you know one two two lives a thing it's like you can pick your load out and you can have like 90 lives if you just keep yeah. dying but, but yeah. yeah with the with the good with a perfect team or you have a hundred with unlimited respawn mm-hmm. it's outrageous 
Yeah, at some is point it, you got to stop being able to respond in. <laughs> right. Yeah, like maybe ten lives or something like that. But <laughs> ten yeah, lives. if you can't tell, we have kind of pivoted from Warzone from last week. It's still fun, mm-hmm. but you can't, fun. you can't play an entire day of that and not get stressed like at all. And not so. want to go punch a brick wall or something. I feel like I feel like it's worse for us because we got a victory. Like now we know that it's yeah. possible. Yeah. So now no, whenever no. whenever yeah. we get knocked out early or like we make it to like maybe like top fifteen rounds or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Like we got this. It's just that it's just that much more frustrating when you lose because we're like, we've done this before. We <laughs> tasted it. We tasted yeah. the victory, bro. There is yeah. a factor right. of luck in it with the circle, like where the circle yeah. closes after you drop, like you gotta be on the right side of it. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, we had some we had some matches where we were max distance and we had to run every yeah. single circle. Yeah, like, good, good luck trying to win one of those. So they update the storm and the damage it it, it gives. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think we should play try playing the circle every time. Like that. Yeah, so once, I, once yeah, one strategy we used we were we were jumping outside the circle, but playing the short side, so we were playing very passive, which seemed to work a lot. Yeah, until you got some, aggressive. until you got a fully loaded out team, yeah, in your so face, you got a fully yeah. loaded out team, and you and you get down to like top three or four teams. Now all of a sudden, every the circle played their favor, and now you're just sol. They have a window to look down at you on the street. Yeah, so yeah. typical battle royale <laughs> bullshit. But it's, yeah, yeah, like I said, it's still fun. I mean, yeah. COD. If you ever want to sponsor us, we'll do it. But whatever. What do you? What do you guys? Oh, think? <laughs> do you guys? What's like the first things that come to mind for you guys that you think need to be changed? Because for me, it's uh, being able to shoot while you're parachuting in, like yes. when you don't have your parachute pulled. And then another one is the gas mask animation that you like. That like that disrupts your you shots. Like. Yeah. Oh yeah. Switching a gas mask. Oh, the gas mask out might so. as much, but definitely yeah, the shooting from the parachute like that. Yeah. At least, at least off of the first spawn. Like after you, when you're gulag or something, cool, do whatever you want. But I think like yeah. off of first spawn, you shouldn't be able to pull your gun out until like you know you're yeah. 100 feet above the ground or something like that. You can't just pull your shoot, and, cut it, and then go bat 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 bat. Yeah. yeah, and that's bad because they just introduced solos uh, a day or two ago, yep. and mm-hmm. I kid you not, the first two three games, I was getting killed before I even touched the ground. <laughs> like it was getting very frustrating. Like it was yeah. people just just two three people shooting at me mm-hmm. just parachuting and you know, nose diving trying to find a good spot and then i hit the ground and then I, it's a guy sitting in a corner like solos I, I, I like that they ventured out and did a different you know some people love solos some people hate teams yeah but solos is fun is you have to being having to watch every corner on such a massive map Mm-hmm. It, it gets old after a while and if you do make it to like the top five or top six or top ten it, it gets it gets it gets harder. Well, I mean, eighty percent of you know solos is just surviving the landing at that point yeah. and just making it to a building. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, and just dropping somewhere far out and then just working your way. That's what I did every single time. Like I would drop on borders and just try and get cash for a loadout and just call it good because then I just have my sniper and I'm set. So, yeah. it's so hard finding a place like there's no like unknown drop in this game because mm-hmm. there's so many people there's so many people per match that yeah. no matter where you're dropping there's likely there has to be at least one team dropping with you if it's I almost like wonder if, it, if I almost wonder if like maybe thinning it out to like 100 people for solos 
would yeah, be better. That's what I was yeah. going to say. For solos having that, for solos and duos having 150 people that can respawn and mm-hmm. be, or that can respawn by by a, a gulag and then mm-hmm. also be called in whenever, like mm-hmm. that's a little too much. Yeah. It's it's fine for yeah. trips. That's fine for like for th- yeah. for threes, but yep. If they yeah. do quads, they're going to have to up it to two. Oh yeah, I, I think the rumor is like there was a, a five person. Uh, talk about and then I don't think there's any truth to this. I just saw it on Twitter, so take that with a grain of salt. I saw ten person squads. No, mm. please no. Yeah, that's too much. That's, well, I mean, that's definitely a rumor, yeah. dude. That's, that's yeah. Because I don't think you can have a party that big uh, in, Co- no. in Call of Duty, can you? Yeah, like six is the max. Well, so, for a much bigger game, you can have twenty. Well, but I think that's. Uh, who knows? Maybe they'll maybe they'll change it for Warzone, but yeah. yeah. All right, Alex, you've been playing anything funky lately when you're not, uh, not quarantined? I, I kind of got, I've been sick, so I haven't played a whole lot. I started playing Life is Strange 2, mm. but I'm only one episode into it. I really enjoyed the first two Life is Strange games, uh, both like Life is Strange 1 and then Before the, prequel. the Storm, which yep. was a prequel. I've been, so I've just started playing 2. Uh, I've liked it a lot so far. It's... It's like strange how much this one is committing to being in like the real world. It's okay. It's uh, more grounded. Yeah, it makes a lot of real world like references that we understand for pop culture. Like there's there's even a Last of Us reference in the first episode, <laughs> which I was like, hell yeah, let's go. Okay. Um, there's like Lord of the Rings references. There's what else? There's like a Minecraft reference. The little brother in the game plays Minecraft with his friend. Wow. <laughs> And so it's interesting because it's two uh, Latino men and or a brother and like a teenage brother and then like a nine year old. I think the younger brother's nine years old. Okay. And he has the little brother has superpowers and doesn't know about it. And one day there's a cop that shows up during a fight with the neighbor and the cop ends up killing their dad. And the kid freaks out and ends up like basically demolishing part wow. of the neighborhood and okay. killing the cop. Yeah. Okay. This isn't spoilers. This is like this is like the first. Like, I'm never gonna play it. So. Yeah. This <laughs> yeah. is like the first like 20 minutes of this yeah. three-hour episode. Yeah. And so then they're on the run, and it okay. makes it's a lot of it's heavily based in a post-Trump America. Like, I think one of. There's text messages that you can read through that your character has with like the side like it's self-aware and like that kind of a thing, or is it kind of just implying stuff? It's very, it's very, it's pretty heavy-handed with it. Actually, okay, okay. That's not that's not message. speculation from Alex. That's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's heavy-handed. Like there's text messages between uh, his name is Sean, the older brother, and the little brother is Daniel. And Sean is there's text message in Sean's phone that is from like October 2016, and it's texting oh. like from his friend like I really hope he doesn't get elected, and then like oh, oh that's pretty on the nose, like, isn't it? Like oh yeah. shit, like he got like they don't they don't never say Trump, but yeah, like it's we won't implied. get into politics, but <laughs> yeah, it's really interesting. Like it it it's a game that's like giving a perspective that I don't have, obviously, mm-hmm. and, and I'm I'm really enjoying it so far. I I think there's five episodes. And if they're all three hours long, then it's a lot longer than the other two games. That's the what I was wondering. Is how long are like those narrative-based ones that you like to play like that? Yeah, uh, the first two games, the episodes were probably like an hour okay. to an hour and a half each. It's like a Telltale they're, game they're almost. Usually, yeah, and they're usually five episodes long, so they're 
maybe like seven or eight hours if you're like looking around for all the collectible kind of stuff like the Mm -hmm. environmental storytelling Hmm. okay this one's probably going to be like 15 to 20 so there you go to see how it plays out okay so I kind of took a kick from your Last of Us uploads. If, if n- nobody knew, youtube.com slash realcoldgames at Lanky is breaking out the Last of Us on grounded difficulty. And he looks <laughs> like he's having fun, but I don't think he is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm, I'm going to take a page out of your book. And what, I'm gonna, what I've been doing lately is recording uh, locally so I can break it out and upload um, God of War. Because I wanted to do a full-blown replay of God of War. And I, w- I will be start start uploading that to the YouTube page here probably next week. Um, but I've been jumping pretty hard back onto my uh, single-player kicks. I, I did that, and I restarted Breath of the Wild. So I'm, I'm going pretty hard on my single-player stuff when I'm not getting worked in Call of Duty. But I figured Boy of War was a good, uh, a good breakout line for the, the channel. So... <laughs> yeah boy i've never boy. I've, it took me so long to beat god of war but really it's such a great game i was, I was gonna say were you savoring it or did were you uh, playing hard wait, or what? No. i'm thinking the, i'm thinking the wrong thing i'm thinking i accidentally i'm thinking it took me a long time to platinum god of war but well yeah the valkyries I, yeah but i accidentally beat that game like much quicker than i thought i thought it was gonna be like a 60 hour game oh, you thought it was like red dead <laughs> Yeah, and it was like... 60 hours? Yeah, I thought it... From what I was hearing, I was like, oh, it's going to be like a huge game. Like, it's not just going to be like a narrative, like, uncharted, like, 20-hour game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which but is what it was. Yeah, it's it's around, like, 20... It's like 30 hours, maybe, if you just, like, only do the main quests and don't do it. Yeah, I mean, you like, could... Sque- around with you could squeeze 50 stuff. out of it if you go for... If you go for the platinum on the first playthrough, but... Yeah, and so I, like, accidentally reached the end of the game... And I was like, oh, okay. Well, well, it had a couple fake-outs, too, like I'm when done. you think you're getting close to the end, and then, nope, we still got narrow like, three acts. Yeah. Yep. So, <laughs> I mean, I, I love it. I mean, it's just... We talked about this in our first episode with, you know, top ten and, and all that kind of stuff, but it is by far one of the best games ever made. So... Yeah. Like... Possibly. I, yeah. Well, I just look at it, it's like <laughs> the Have single... Have you played it, Mel? What did you say? Have you played it? No, I haven't. Oh yeah! If it comes to, I hope it. I don't know. It is coming to PC. You guys talk about it so much. I feel like I have to. It is. It, I, I believe so. Well, I think the rumor was after Horizon, then God of War was. Uh, okay. I think that. I think that was the rumor. We'll talk about it, but. Yeah. So. All right. Well, before we jump into topic of the show, uh, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, share with your friends, all that kind of fun stuff. It helps everybody find the channel a little bit more easily. Um, we really just want to keep this thing going because we like doing this. So help support us. Um, we'll eventually get that little join button so we can do like exclusive streams and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but you know, until then, any comments, uh, likes or shares, anything like that, do support us pretty heavily, and we appreciate everything that you do for it. I'm going to hijack that too quick before we go to the topic. Uh, we are also on Spotify and <laughs> iTunes. Oh. And we would appreciate five-star reviews on iTunes. It helps get out of that algorithm. It helps with the algorithm. Algorithm. We're not even at the topic of the show. And I can't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, that helps us break through the algorithm and yes. find more listeners. So mm-hmm. we'd really appreciate it if you would go do that. Mm-hmm. Yes, make sure you do that. And, and also, rent, if oh, you, oh, go sorry, ahead. no, go ahead. 
also if you ha- uh have any other podcast services that you'd like to see us on mm-hmm. then like tweet me or tweet brady tweet real at real cold games mm-hmm. and let us know and i'll work on those yep um so what i was gonna jump on to algorithm comment of the day what was the first video game you remember playing first game you remember and i'm saying your favorite what's the first one you remember comments like that those little things are what help us get breakthrough on the youtube side so for me frogger on the atari because my brother had it super in, super mario world mm-hmm. uh, yeah socom us navy seals really your first one as from what I can remember, yeah. Okay, that's okay. the one that, yeah, yeah. first thing that comes to mind <laughs> yeah. as a kid, watching my brother and playing out with him. Oh yeah, my my brother was like selfish and had the Atari in his bedroom instead of like in the living room. So I was just like, dude, you like I'm gonna be in your room all the time. Granted, I was like three or so, four or whatever it was, but yeah, just the joystick and yeah, just going going ham on it. So, all right, <laughs> topic of the show: PlayStation Five came out. With a, oh, what should we call it? A white paper on their uh, specs for everything. Um, as we know, the Series X, uh, you know, came out with their specs and some bonus features uh, a few weeks ago. So I think this is their retort because GDC did not happen because of coronavirus. And I don't think that this is what people wanted for their first exposure to the PS5 because this was definitely the developer. This is our processor. This is how we got this and that talk. This was not a sexy marketing discussion. I I will give them that, that um, they did green screen uh, behind Mr. Cerny. And then they also put a couple of, of cutouts in front of him, like almost like a, a, like a story blocks after effects, like a like thing that they put on there, it was so bad, and I applaud them for just Why? trying to make it look normal. But it it was horrible. It was just like it was like four <laughs> black silhouettes that were animated. Just that's all it was, and it was just it, it was, was just horrible. horrible. Just bad. But there's no other word than horrible. <laughs> I will say, Cerny should start an ASMR podcast. He could yeah. start a white noise machine that would put me to sleep with his voice. It was. It was interesting. Um, so yeah. before we get into the super technical specs, I mean, our PlayStation fan number one, Alex, what were your thoughts on everything? I mean, I'm pretty upset about it. As you can tell. <laughs> <laughs> okay. so I want to clarify. So like, yeah, I don't know. I don't want to like shit on Mark Cerny because obviously he's really he's a lot smarter than me. I'll, I'll speak for myself. I don't want to speak for you too. Oh, he's, <laughs> he's smarter than me. There. I don't care. He's, he's out there making PlayStation's next console, like or like designing it. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I get that they wanted to have, uh, basically, have a substitute for their GDC conference that got canceled because this they isn't something that to... they would normally have out in the public. Yeah, it it usually like it's they wouldn't tweet about it. It would actually they probably would tweet about it, but it would be on GDC's website. It wouldn't be mm-hmm. on like PlayStation's main YouTube channel. Yep. It wouldn't be for, it wouldn't make it seem like it's for gamers that are looking forward to the PS5 because it's it's basically speaking directly to developers, asking them to mm-hmm. please develop games on our console instead of like the com- the competition. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like these are the features and, we got. This is the specs we got. What can you do with it? 
Yeah. And yeah. so, like, he's super smart. I don't want to take anything away from that. But to have a 52-minute mm-hmm. video of him talking, and I wasn't, I wasn't, I'm not one of these people that's pissed off because they didn't announce God of War 2, they didn't announce <laughs> Spider-Man 2, they didn't announce Horizon 2, they didn't announce The Last of Us 3 and show what happened in The Last of Us Part 2 before The Last of Us Part 2 even came out. I'm just kidding. Oh, oh you, <laughs> you, mean, uh, you mean Spider-Man Far From Home, this thing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I wanted to at least see this console. It's that's like yeah. that was the lowest bar I could set for this meeting and mm-hmm. they didn't meet that. They had places yep. where they could have had they could have just had like a static image of the console and I wouldn't have cared. They mm-hmm. didn't have to have like some fancy video. Like like a magician curtain reveal, like just something. Something. <laughs> Literally just something. anything and you would have yeah. met you would have met my expectations for this, but they didn't. So mm-hmm. they didn't meet my ex- my l- like lowest expectation for this mm-hmm. presentation. So it's and, like a loot box out of Overwatch for now from the developer kit. Yeah. So I just don't understand what PlayStation's plan is. Like I I don't get it. I'm kind they of said holiday, didn't they? Them. They said what? Did, did they say holiday for holiday? release? Or did they like I mean they like did. Okay, they have said so They said holiday 2020 in the Wired article that came out, which was like the first tiny bit of information we got confirming that it's called PlayStation 5. Oh, that's right. Okay. All right. One second. Um, I'm just going to fix this here. But yeah, like I wasn't, I don't know. I'm just disappointed because I wasn't expecting something huge. I just wanted to see this console because it's been almost. Yeah. Yeah, it's been four months since Microsoft showed the Series X at mm-hmm. Game Awards. They're just and building the suspense. <laughs> either that, or... that's, that's going to backfire <laughs> eventually. Because as long as much suspense as they're building, unless it is like the sexiest piece of machinery you've ever seen, <laughs> it's going to backfire. Like I'm worried. I told I was joking earlier, but there's a part of me that actually worries that it's gonna look like the dev kits where it's a v-shaped cable box and i was joking about that to you guys before we started recording i was like i was like i don't want that thing on my entertainment stand what if it looked like a like a pyramid or something oh (laughs) just go out as outlandish as possible with it like like this shit will not fit in anybody's entertainment center (laughs) (laughs) gonna sit on the floor next to your entertainment try mounting that on the wall or anywhere (laughs) it's gonna look look like an art piece <laughs> I, well, that might be what they would go for. It'd just blend in with the rest just, of the furniture. It's a black at art this, piece with blue lasers. At this point, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Like my last little bit before we start talking about specs, I, I don't want to like drag this on for so long. But I'm just worried that Sony is going to devolve back into PS3 Sony now that the PS4 has been so mm-hmm. successful. Because after they got the cocky. PS2 was after the PS2 was the most successful console, right? I think it still is. That yeah, I think I couldn't remember if it was that or the Wii, but I mean the PS2 was everybody's first, like it was a cheap DVD player. Like it it wasn't even just a yeah. gaming console. Like it it was you could buy yeah, a so DVD is, player for the exact same price. It is PS2 and then it's Wii. Now that you said that, mm-hmm. um, okay. After that, they went. Uh, they came out with the PS3, which like flopped. They, Tried to charge six hundred dollars for <laughs> six hundred in what was that two thousand six seven two thousand seven I believe yeah I might be that wrong, sounds about right I believe it was I believe it was two thousand seven 
but like even the xbox one x which i just got like last year is the best looking console i've ever played on and (laughs) that's 500 that's a hundred dollars cheaper than the ps3 was at launch and that thing blows it away yeah well i mean 10 years later but yeah 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 (laughs) that's true but i'm just saying like i'm worried that sony is gonna step back into their hubris days and try to get away with like well you loved the ps4 didn't you so love the ps5 (laughs) yeah there's assuming that you're gonna keep you know keep and not like jump ship or anything like that but you know okay let's let's jump into you know the specs and get a little technical for just a few minutes here um so they both have 4k blu-ray drives so that takes a the advantage away from the one x um the similar cpus barely an edge to series x the GPU, uh, so let's talk about some flops. So, teraflops are like, I forget the exact definition, but it's like one teraflop is like a trillion operations per second or something like that. And Xbox has 12, PlayStation 5 has 10.28. So, once again, Xbox is more powerful, can pump out more graphics, pump up more frame rate, all that kind of stuff, because they have things like, um, was it smart delivery and then quick resume, or whatever, whatever those features were called, um, and then the variable variable rate shading. I, I read up on that. That was the Xbox X or Series X feature. It allows it so they can add specific like um, effects or particles or like anything to an individual yeah. pixel versus making it cycle an entire frame. So it actually makes it for much more fluid. You know, like big particle fights or something like that. Like God of War would look amazing, you know, with this kind of technology because it wouldn't have to, you know, get choppy with the frame rate, and you wouldn't have to choose resolution or frame rate with with this kind of a setup. Yeah, which is what a lot of the newer games have to do. So that kind of alleviates some of the things. And with between the Series X having a little bit more power, it can do that. Uh, RAM's about the same. Memory bandwidth, the Series X has a little bit stronger. Um, the op, uh, let's see, internal storage. So this is an odd size for me, <laughs> but the PS5 is 825 gigabytes. The Series X is one terabyte. Like, why 825? Is that like? I can't think of any That's reason. I mean, maybe I was thinking that maybe, maybe it actually is a terabyte, but they can't That's... officially say it's a terabyte because most of that. That's what I was just, like the, allocated towards something. Yeah, they like might be partitioning uh, that from the get go yeah, as like yeah. okay, this is an OS chunk. The rest is all games. You have eight twenty five for yeah. games yeah. because yeah, that's what I'm it, thinking that's what that is. That is very. That's a very odd. That's exactly what I was going to say to you. I think yeah. that for some reason they're just telling you exactly how much mm-hmm. space you're getting, whereas mm-hmm. I feel like people, they usually it's don't BS do that. They usually yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like, it doesn't even matter because people know, like, when you're mm-hmm. buying that's like when you're buying a console, you know that you're not getting that full memory, yeah, full. whatever mm-hmm. you want. It's Which goes happen. into the next thing, uh, expandable storage. The Series X has a one terabyte expansion card. Whereas oh, the PS5, Dude. yeah, whereas the the PS5 has an SSD slot, so that tells me there's going to be a proprietary thing coming from PlayStation that we can only get from them for this slot. Well, well Microsoft already confirmed that they're only doing proprietary, right? I'm not sure on that, but I think uh, they it, did it, this week. Oh, <laughs> that's right, because the, on the back that expansion card is like a very unique port. Yep. So yep. Yeah, okay, very... so there's that, uh, but. But Sony, I want to clarify quick, because Sony did say that they are going to be 
they are going to allow you to use M2 SSDs, which is okay. a specific model of SSD drive. I don't actually mm -hmm. know the specifics behind it, so I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. But <laughs> there's going to be M2 SSDs that are not uh, proprietary that you can use to expand your storage. But okay. they don't have the details of which ones are going to be compatible right now. They said mm -hmm. to wait until a little bit after launch to start buying those. Yeah. Because they <laughs> I feel like you wouldn't really need that right away. You yeah. You shouldn't un unless like God of War two or whatever launch titles come with that are like two hundred gigs on their own. <laughs> they said to uh, if if you want to play backwards compatible on PS five, if you want to play PS four games, they mm -hmm. recommended using an external drive rather than a solid state drive, so that you have more space for them, and you okay. reserve your solid state drive space for your PS five games so that they can run as fast as possible, like they're going to the, be they're designed to be yeah yeah um did, and the, did playstation just start doing the backwards uh, compatibility yes thing? they right. have uh well technically the ps3 one of the a couple one of the models of the ps3 was backwards compatible with ps2 games and one of the ps2 yep. i think the very first ps2 model was backwards compatible with ps1 mm -hmm. but oh. they haven't been backwards compatible since ps3 because they use cell processing and nothing else did so it's incredibly hard to replicate that Mm -hmm. yeah. Because the discs right. are Probably encoded differently. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. kind of they kind of screwed themselves on that one. <laughs> well, um, ah, crap! I said something. Uh, but in terms of oh, oh, for backwards compatibility, that's right. I was going there. Um, so Xbox has been backwards compatible for a while. I, do you do you count like PS Now and all those kinds of things as backwards compatible, or is it disc in can run it? What you already have physical copies. Like what do you? What would you say is your cutoff for that? PS Now. Okay. I think P, if PS Now was more like Game Pass, where you could download the games and play them, I mm -hmm. would count it. But PS Now streaming, like the latency is so bad on that thing. Oh, I couldn't. <laughs> I, this, I tried to play I Injustice this, on there. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah. I know this is just a preference thing, and a lot of people play it, and they don't have any problem because like they might not have other ways to play those games that are like because they have a bunch of PS3 games and that stuff. Mm -hmm. But I just don't. I don't consider PS now backwards compatibility. I would consider it doesn't even have to be discs either because like PS4 has the PS2 classics that you can mm -hmm. that you can buy that they re-release for PS on the PSN store. Mm -hmm. Yep, like that's backwards compatibility. It doesn't have to be a disc for me. But. Okay. Okay. Well, so the technical deep dive, obviously, the Series X is going to be more powerful. I mean, that's that's an obvious assumption here. Yeah. I mean, because they they cheated. I would say Microsoft cheated because <laughs> we got an extra iteration in. <laughs> so I think, like, but there's no way that Xbox was not going to have the most powerful console. I mean, they. Obviously, they they shot themselves in the foot when they launched the Xbox One at you know at launch with a Kinect that nobody wanted that bumped up the price for like a hundred bucks. They didn't have yeah. exclusives, all those kinds of things, and then the PS4 racked on them because it was about was it well for the console it was a better value. Also, you had yeah. the exclusives coming down the pipe. So when we're looking at the Series X and all the different studios that Microsoft has bought up over the past couple of years, like what are we like what are we assuming could be like launch titles? Cuz E3, I mean E3 itself is not happening, but is there anything between like PlayStation or Xbox that is going to be a giant reveal for the next gen? Like there there has to be besides like Halo Infinite obviously, but are there any other launch titles we're expecting that haven't been mentioned yet that might be big ones? 
I would expect... I think that there is a good chance that Horizon 2 is a launch title for PS5. Okay. Uh, if not, it's going to be within the first six months. It has to be. Like, it's yeah. Their, it's their time. Like, their game came out early 2017. It's now... Mm-hmm. Actually, it was like a couple weeks ago, it was the three-year anniversary. Mm-hmm. So... They'd, it should be ready if everything went like according to plan for them. Mm-hmm. So I would expect that either at launch or the first six months, and that would be pretty big for them to have a game that because I don't think PlayStation's had a huge exclusive at launch like that for a long time. No, if, and if even ever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and besides Death Stranding, what was the last giant um, PlayStation exclusive that came out? Was that Spider Man? Was it that big of a gap? Death Stranding would have been before Death Stranding was um, Days Gone. That was a lot of fans love that game. It, l- it the, looked it looked it fun, looked, but I heard it was not the best to actually buy and play. It it had a lot of rough edges that they needed to smooth out. It mm-hmm. was really long. <laughs> really, like there was yeah. I played it. I actually just played it uh, in January. Was when I played that. Okay and. It had probably two or three points in the game that I was like, oh, this is the end of the game, and they're going to leave the rest of this plot for the sequel. (laughs) But Mm -hmm. they tie up every loose end in the campaign. (laughs) And I was like, why are you doing this? (laughs) You you could save this stuff, because this game's been going on for... That game was probably like 40 hours, 45 hours. Wow. Like, just trying... Because you have to do... There's no, like... There's not really a side quest kind of thing in that game. You kind of have to do everything to unlock the next main mission. So they could have used an editor, for sure. <laughs> that yeah. was their main problem. Their but game yeah, director was... uh, could have uh, taken a word. Yeah. Yeah. I believe that that was the exclusive before Death Stranding, because I think Detroit Become Human came out in 2018, oh, yeah. right? Yep. I think that yep. came out summer 2018. That sounds about right. And then Spider-Man was after that. Oh, Spider-Man. I should play that again. Such a, such a good game. Can't wait for that yeah. sequel. Yeah. Um, so, when we're looking at uh, Xbox exclusives, um, so 343, you know, obviously we know what they're pumping out. Ninja Theory has Hellblade 2 coming. Uh, that looks terrifying, and I can't wait to play it. It looks gorgeous. Um, Double Fine, you know... The guys that made like Psychonauts and everything, they they know how to tell a story. They have a different. They have, definitely have their own narrative type. Uh, Compulsion. They made was a We Happy Few. That's the name of it. I think so. Yeah. That's yeah, where people right. wear like yeah. happy masks, so, and it is just a dark, yep. demented story. They, um, they take like a dr- some sort of drug. <laughs> it's like a yeah, 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 exactly. And then we got Minecraft, Undead Labs, who does State of Decay, um, Playground does Forza. Uh, Obsidian, I mean, what, uh, they just released their well, Outer Worlds, or whatever it was, yeah, um, and that got acclaims left and right. Um, my my biggest question, obviously, besides okay, the Coalition Gears Five just came out, we're set. Um, the Initiative, so they started a brand new game studio under the Microsoft guys, and I I don't I don't know what to expect from them. I don't know what's coming down the pipe. Like, I, um, I haven't heard any rumors about anything but i'm assuming this is going to be a 
we'll say their version of Sony Santa Monica. This is going to have a giant AAA single player game come out of it, I think, because they have so many other yeah. studios that are doing, you know, shooters or third person, you know, action games or something like that. I want like a single player God of War, Spider-Man type big story because I think that's that's the one thing that they're lacking. Because when you look at um, a lot of the Xbox games that come out that are exclusives or anything like that, they seem to be, you know, I hate to say it, a little bit more on the kitty side, like Super Lucky's Tale and all those kinds of things. Like, I want a, I want an MA single-player adventure that can rival God of War in terms of either design or awesomeness. Like, that's what I need out of them right now. Now or here's... Awesomeness. <laughs> or just... <laughs> Here's an idea that I'm going to straight up steal from Kind of Funny. What if it's a Mar- They think it's going to be a Marvel, Marvel game because Spider-Man was a Sony exclusive. I and think... what if it... Their idea is it's Wolverine, so you maybe could get an MA game. Oh my gosh. If I got <laughs> a... Made like a spiritual successor to uh, Origins Wolverine, one of the best licensed games ever. Don't yeah, at me. actually happened to like... Uh, that would be great. I every, think be everybody cool at him, got... please. <laughs> if they got their own if they got their own Marvel exclusive because Nintendo got Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, Sony got Spider-Man, like Xbox should get one too. I think that would be or cool. Or we get I don't know if it's going to be initiative, but I think that they should get an exclusive Mortal Kombat. Yeah. You get what? Mortal Kombat. <laughs> or Mortal do Kombat we get 12? There's Do we get the Superman <laughs> game we've all been waiting Justice for? 3, I would riot in the streets. <laughs> right. Yeah. But what what, what, what Superman what? What if we get the licensed Superman game we've been waiting for? Have we been just waiting saying. for a licensed Superman game? I think so. Bring, I think well, so, I mean, since since uh, Superman 64, has, the best Superman game ever. Has anybody been waiting for a licensed Superman <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, I'm sorry, well, I'm just kidding. Well, I think Warner like Warner could license that out because after like the, all the Arkham stuff, like you, obviously you can't throw Arkham to another studio or something. And if they're going to continue different Batman versions, because I don't think they're doing a Superman game. I mean, it doesn't seem like they're going down the track with any of the marketing or mentions. I, That's I a big-ass license to just have sitting there that nobody is developing for. I think that, you know, other than doing a brand-new IP, if you're going to take something existing, doing something like a Superman game to rival Spider-Man and get kind of those superhero nerds back in to an Xbox you know ecosystem or something like that, like, that could be... That could be something. I mean, because if, if I see another shooter come out of a Microsoft studio, that <laughs> another multiplayer shooter. Yeah, yeah. another another like uh, if, between it's Gears of War and Halo, you got to cover it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay, so we have a tuck and shoot in Gears of War. We have one of the best obvious franchises in Halo, and I don't see. Let's just peek here. Yeah, it's a new wave, bro. Yeah. What do you think about join the movement? <laughs> this is kind of this is kind of branching off of initiative. I'm not talking about initiative right now, but what do you how do you feel about the Playground Games rumored Fable reboot? I'm expecting a Fable reboot. That? Like I I'm What's surprised that? I'm surprised we haven't got one. And yeah. I like I mean Playground didn't make the original, did it? Nope. Okay. Uh, that was shit. What are they called? Sorry. I swore. Yeah, you're fine. <laughs> Fuck it, I don't care. Uh, um uh, so if I mean if we're talking about a Fable reboot, I mean, oh my gosh, Playground obviously be one of the most gorgeous games ever because they make Forza and that's like one of the best things ever. I I'd almost want a Fable to be done by Obsidian. Like imagine an Obsidian Fable game. 
Like that would be if I didn't. That'd be three hundred hours <laughs> in one if playthrough. If I didn't want them reserved for the Knights of the Old Republic reboot, then I would I would hitch my wagon to yours on that. <laughs> and and that's something Lion, too. Like Kotor has been gone for a while. Thing. Yeah, Kotor has been gone for a while. I think that's something that could definitely rear its head around for this next generation too. And if that I think happen, it will. And if that happens to be a, a Microsoft exclusive, cool. I doubt it. There's no way it's going to happen. But they have all the Star Wars games on Game Pass. They have KOTOR. Or at least they did. I think they removed it now on the OG Upres Game Pass editions. So, I don't know. I mean, I think it's, I think it could be made. Even if Obsidian or the initiative made it and then just didn't keep it exclusive, cool. Whatever. Yeah. But looking at all this, I mean, do you think that Sony blew its wad on the PS4 and then it's going to be like halfway through the PS5 cycle that they start pumping out their own next wave of exclusive games like they did? Or I feel like a lot of people... I feel, oh, sorry. I feel, <laughs> no, you, no, you're I feel fine. Like a, a lot of people are worrying about that. They're, they look at how Ghost of Tsushima... I can't speak. Ghost of Tsushima? <laughs> <laughs> the Last of Us Part 2 yep. and um, Death Stranding. How yep. those all came out with those are all going to come out like within a year, mm-hmm. and oh yeah, they are all confirmed within a year now because Ghost got its release date for summer. Man, that people looks are, that looks amazing. People are worried about like what's going to come out on PS5, but mm-hmm. I think that they are going to keep those wheels. They're going to they're going to keep like trucking along and making those exclusives. Like yep, they're going to have those studios are going to have a little bit of a break and then they're going to start working on their next project. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's going to be too. I don't think there's going to be as much of a dry spell as the beginning of this generation had. Where, well, I guess for Sony specifically, I'm speaking, where mm-hmm. our great exclusives didn't really start until Bloodborne, which wasn't really a sure. game that I got into. Yeah. But that was kind of the starting point of when Sony started really <laughs> locking down like great exclusive games to put on PS4. Mm-hmm. And that's from software, and that that wasn't the exclusive I was anticipating because the, everything they do is pretty broad, isn't it? I don't think there's yeah. ever been a console exclusive. Even Demon Souls wasn't, was it? I don't think so. Yeah. I might be wrong. I, but... I think that was their first like exclusive, exclusive, and yeah, like I mean, from software, like I'm, I always like in my head, I go crazy thinking about like from software if they were to take like other like IPs or franchises, like a, a from software Mega Man game. Yeah. <laughs> Like I just want to so see was... some, I just want to see their crazy difficulty put on something that isn't a hack and slash and a roll. Yeah, it would have been interesting. There were rumors before Elden Ring was announced that it was going to be uh, because George R. R. Martin was working on it. There were mm-hmm. rumors that From Software was working on a Game of Thrones game, which would have been interesting I to mean... see because I don't think that would have been just a hack and slash. I think that his writing would have led to that being more like a Bioware type rpg meshed mm-hmm. up with messed up meshed up with the souls game because like yeah. those games don't really have a strong narrative story they have no. environmental storytelling like reading notes and that kind of stuff mm-hmm. but, well, yeah i mean I, I, uh I, from software bioware ish type game of thrones game like if you're sansa stark do you go back to winterfell or do you just keep riding past and not ever meet ramsey bolton kind of a thing yeah like yeah <laughs> Like that kind of stuff, yeah. I could. That'd be a lot of fun, and you could just see the, the right past. Yeah, just go. Just, just keep going, Sansa. Just keep going. Go to the wall. That <laughs> <laughs> didn't end well. Um, oh, Sansa! Oh, Sansa! Sansa! 
Um, Sasha. Sasha. <laughs> <laughs> what? Sha- Sasha. Sasha. Oh, right. <laughs> Sasha, I'm confused. I'm sorry. <coughs> so, I mean, let's talk about... If, if we're talking about... Eyes, boys. Yeah. If we're talking about next generation, we haven't mentioned one thing. Like, what do we think is going to happen with Nintendo? Is there going to be a Switch Pro, a Switch 2? What are we thinking? On that kind of stuff. I think there is going to be a switch pro i don't think it's coming this year like they've said Mm -hmm. a lot of people that they might be just like saying that but i believe now more than ever with the coronavirus stuff that Mm -hmm. they are not putting out a switch pro this that will be q1 or maybe two next year if that like we'll be lucky to get it by spring i think i think that it could bundle nicely with breath of the the breath of the wild sequel it should that would be that would be like a perfect repeat of the switch launch well except for okay, breath of the wild was on 3ds or not on 3ds um wii, wii u do you really want to bring up do you really want to defend my point with the wii u brady i kind of do the wii u i mean grace console were made right no no this podcast has been canceled <laughs> <laughs> cancel culture goddess <laughs> no but yeah i think that that could be a great pairing mm-hmm. of launching having that be a package in bundle of getting the switch pro with uh, the Breath of the Wild sequel that's coming. Mm-hmm. And what would your expectations be for like a Switch Pro or Switch 2? Would it be like, okay, undocked, we've upped everything. 1080 is good, but with the, like a new Uber docking station, oh, hey, 4K kind of stuff. Like, what would your expectations Honestly, be? I don't, me personally, I don't see Nintendo going after the 4K trend for a while. Mm-hmm. Like, I know. That would be awesome, though. Yeah. Yeah. 4K I Breath just, of the Wild. Just, oh. I just think that Nintendo's so far branched off of doing their own thing yeah. that yep. I don't think that they're going to chase that trend. I think that I think 1080p uh, undocked and maybe like faster, like the docking stage, docking docking station. Mm-hmm. Sorry, guys, I can't speak. Like t- uh, like 1080p 80. 30 undocked and maybe like 1080 60 is the improvement when it's docked or something yeah. like that. And yeah. then also maybe like it charge like it has a faster charge for your battery. Like it mm-hmm. has a different it has a higher voltage maybe. That- Enjoy and Joy-Cons that fucking work at launch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lefty drifting all over the place. How so about you, Brady, how do you feel about Nintendo? I mean, I love Nintendo. Like, when I've been traveling for my actual job and stuff, <laughs> um, you know, I always have my Switch with me. I played Octopath Traveler. I granted, I never finished it because it is long as hell, and my plane rides are usually not that long. But if a Switch Pro came out that handled 1080, 60 when docked, you know, or whatever the scenario is, as long as there's some kind of performance increase, I'm happy with it. Like, as long as, like I said... I don't want 720 in my hand anymore. I want like a screen. And then I also want like third party apps. Like if I get Netflix on my Wii U or not my Wii U. Jeez, you threw me off on that. <laughs> on my um, on my Switch. Like if or I can get waiting for that Netflix app on his I'm Wii waiting U. for that. No, I want I, I want the Wii U too. That's what I want, the Wii U Pro. Um He's holding his breath for it. But like yeah. getting things like, you know, um well, the the original rumor was like Game Pass on Nintendo with all the crossover they're starting to do. That'd be yeah. awesome. Um, that would be great. YouTube, I mean, have internal uh, party systems within the system itself instead of having to do an app on your phone, which is dumb as hell. I understand why they want to do it and be mobile, but I think that a bunch of quality of life things could improve the next Switch. And that those are going to be a handful of different things that could do that. I mean, have a Spotify yeah. on it. It could be your MP3 player. 
you know, kind of a thing, that'd too. Be, that'd be yeah. pretty sweet. So, I mean, there's a lot of things they could throw on there, but at, that doesn't start to feel like a Switch. It feels at like that, a tablet, you know? At that point, yeah, I was going to say, at that point, did they copy the Vita and start putting out, like, 3G or, like, I guess, like, 4G, 5G models mm-hmm. now? I wouldn't pass it in, like, Asia if they had, like, a specific, like, yeah. 4G model, but that's not coming to the States. There's no way in hell yeah. it's coming to the States. Um <laughs> I think like the screen size is fine for traveling. I think it's just the Joy Cons are not good for people with like big hands and traveling. So like I ne- obviously you need alternatives to that because I had to buy a, a separate set for when I'm traveling and playing handheld mode. But yeah, so yeah. Um, so when we're looking at all this, who do we think is in the best position to? I hate to say it, you know, win the next generation between those three guys. You know, let's take PC out of it. That doesn't count. That's not a thing. Uh-huh. You know. PC Master Race, we know, but... Uh, I mean, pretty much the Xbox is the new, you know. Yeah, yeah. As far as console concerned. Mm-hmm. So, I, th- I think that depending on the quality of the exclusives that are coming out of the Xbox studios, if the player base sees all the value that they could get from it, Xbox should, should, should win. They have all the pillars in place. They have Game Pass. They have all those different things that... You know, day one exclusives, you don't have to pay 60 bucks for it. PlayStation, hey, even if I have PS now, I'm still going to pay 60 bucks for God of War 2. I'm not paying for Halo. I'm not paying for Ori. I'm not paying for any of that kind of crap. So I think that that's the most fiscally responsible choice, which is going to get a lot of parents to buy it for their kids. And then if these exclusives from, you know, these 15 different studios start hitting, then we're going to have conversations on, you know, who really has the best exclusives. Because how many? I, I can't yeah. remember how many studios uh, Sony owns, but between like Naughty Dog and well now Insomniac and Sony Santa Monica, like I'm gonna need you you on this, Alex. Like name another one that's throwing out like big bangers like like God of War and Last of Us and stuff. Other than Insomniac, Naughty Dog, and, and Santa Monica, yeah, like they have three big ones that I'm really familiar with, but I can't think of any like triple A studios under the Sony umbrella that can throw out quality like that. Uh, I would say, even though these are games that I don't play, San Diego with MLB The Show. People yeah, like, love right. The Show so I, much. I forgot this is a PlayStation though, exclusive. <laughs> well, it's not going to be anymore is the thing after this year. This was the last PlayStation exclusive uh, MLB The Show. Next year it's going oh. cross-platform. Okay, well there's that license gone. <laughs> yep. Uh, I, they st- they still own the studio, I believe, unless I'm 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 sure that they this the exclusive license ran out kind of a thing. Yeah, I'm yep. sure they're just letting them develop for everything now. Make some more money uh, off of everybody else. And then who else? That's a good question. Maybe like I don't even know Cause, because because um, because let's throw out. I mean, let's because Quantic Dream isn't owned by them, but they're the. They're Are they the, first party uh, or second become, party, however you call it? <laughs> Detroit Become Human okay. and Heavy Rain, Beyond Two Souls. They aren't okay. owned by Sony, so that doesn't really count. Okay. Because what I'm just trying to think of comparatively, like, Coalition, we got Gears. Granted, that player base isn't as as big as, you know, like Spider-Man or something like that, but it is a AAA game that everybody plays when they have access to it. We got Halo... We got Hellblade that everybody is going to play after one was a surprise hit of the year. Got Double Fine coming up with their their crazy shit. Um, Forza. So we got we got five studios right there. We got Rare, 
which me if I don't see either a Banjo and Kazooie new game or <laughs> a Diddy Kong Racing new game, I will be very uh, very upset. Like DKR is the best kart racer. Don't at me. And oh, then and then yeah, and then obviously like <laughs> Minecraft and stuff, which isn't exclusive, but. There's a lot of pillars here that I think could, over the next three to five years, knock out a bunch of bangers, and then eventually, like, okay, God of War 2 is here, Last of Us Part 2 is here, Spider-Man 2, there's three. What do we got besides okay. that? To go back to go back and answer this question now that I looked it up and I'm stupid, <laughs> because I've mentioned their games during this oh, episode. Horizon, Sucker, Gorilla. Sucker Punch, oh, okay. and Gorilla. Yep. Sucker Punch and Gorilla are both great teams. Yep. Infamous 1 and 2 from Sucker Punch, great games. Probably some of my favorite superhero games. Uh, one, uh, one question I have, is Supermassive PlayStation exclusive, or was that just only they, Until Dawn? That was, was only Until Dawn, and they're not anymore because they're making okay. those um, those that uh, uh, anthology series that they're working on. I don't remember what it's called. It's like Dark Pictures Anthology okay. or something like that. Okay. Mm. And Mill, we will so have you play uh, until dawn uh, in October. <laughs> oh yeah, it's so good. It's so I can't good. wait till you play that. Yeah, that's, that's, the, that's my favorite season. That's the best. Do you get Do you get like scared from horror stuff? I don't know. No. I, I just like. I enjoy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we'll see. So, it's I think different. We have we'll Brady see. For him. <laughs> well, now you're starting to make me think that you actually do get scared. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't get scared, but maybe we should have Brady play. <laughs> yes, I love, I love the that time. Yes. Well, it's like it's yeah, like it's like I said it. before in another episode. It's like a path chooses. So go A, go B, and then that branches off into its own paths. So it's like a bunch of different endings. But it's like there's like eight kids, and either none of them can survive, or all of them can survive, depending on how you pick. So it's, it's like. So- yeah, and it's so interesting to see how different people play those characters, like, mm-hmm. to see how they interpret them. Like, I'm going to play this person as, like, a total, like, B-word, or mm-hmm. I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna be, like, the nice guy with this guy, it's, and yeah. how that ends up for them. <laughs> yeah, and, and to me, what gets Until Dawn, like, the extra flair is in between each act, you pick your fears, so then, like, one jump scare in the next scene might be from something you picked... With the therapist, Peter Strzok, or not Peter Strzok, Peter, whatever his name is, from Bad Boys 2, the Russian. (laughs) He's also in Prison Break, don't forget. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So. I gotta rewatch that series. (laughs) Is it still on Netflix? I binged it one time. I don't know if it is. I completely forgot about it. It was a long time ago, so I bet it's been taken off. Peter Stormare, that's his name. Peter Strzok is the guy in the FBI that got fired. That's right. Okay, got it. We're on points here. Um, got it. Uh, so I'm just I'm just trying to really think that if PlayStation only has exclusives as their main selling point, and hey, people already have the PS4. Like, you one you have to overcome the value pick. So PC, I'm not PC, Xbox Game Pass, and then also Xbox Game Pass on PC. Like, granted, a lot of people's like we'll say laptops that might have it can't run. Gears or Forza at ultra, you know, 60 frames, but they could run Cuphead. They could run Ori. I mean, even if you don't have, you know, a gaming PC, you can still run, you know, the majority of these games without needing a beefy machine, especially now that xCloud's going to eventually come out and be a thing, too. Um, Like, I'm not sure if, you know, PS Remote Play and all that kind of stuff, 
and any of the features that are going to be coming out with the PS5 even ha- have a chance of coming close to xCloud. I mean, I've dabbled with it. It's, it's, it, it is to me better than Stadia, um, but that's a personal <laughs> preference. <laughs> what a low bar to say! <laughs> it's the it's only bar to compare to. Better than Stadia. Um, oh, I don't want wait, to have to pay for. Talk- wait, what are you talking? Are you talking about XCloud? XCloud, yes. About- okay, I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about Sony's remote play, which is really bad. On- I thought you were talking about that. Well, so remote play is probably better than Stadia, anyway. I'm but a- I'm more excited for <laughs> XCloud. <laughs> yeah, and- XCloud's gonna be really cool to try out when it when I finally get into the beta. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, no no details or anything, but it's I, I liked it. So um, I think that with the ecosystem that they've created, Game Pass, Game Pass PC, the different iterations of the studio, the different features now that they're doing with smart delivery, so you don't accidentally download an S title to a Series X or vice versa. Like they're laying it out to be very consumer and gamer friendly, which obviously wasn't their main focus when Xbox you know 1.0 launched. They're like, oh hey, run your TV through our box. And yeah, it just didn't work out. So that was a bold move. That was a bold move to say the least. And I only saw like <laughs> two people ever do it. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I oh, still, you I can still... watch TV on your Xbox. Yeah, like, TV I don't got want an Xbox for that. Yeah, and now my Xbox yeah. is running like 130 degrees. Thanks. Yeah, exactly. Like you have it running on watch TV. That was well. Know, that's where they get you. You got to buy another one. You gotta sit there and scream Xbox uh-huh. on at it. Yeah. Though. Xbox on was a bane of my existence for that first like six months before I just said F it and I unplugged the connect. Oh the connect. I mean there I, I will give the connect one thing on the on the one that there was I don't know if it was Beachbody or whatever it was, there was a fitness app there that used the Connect and could actually tell you like if you were doing the motions correctly. Like there was it had its uses, but it definitely was not worth the extra hundred bucks or whatever it was. A lot of their uses yeah. weren't playing games. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and and I think it was I think it was a feature like if you played Madden and you just kept yelling obscenities, like the refs would give you a per, like a unsportsmanlike conduct or something. Oh, really? yeah. yeah, like it was it was I pretty good. That. I never I never had a connection. Hear about that and, and re like and see like clips of it. Like, yep. Why is that a thing? <laughs> why would any? Why would because we bowling was awesome and the 360 <laughs> wanted to have a connect and then they said you know what let's bundle it in the next one because everybody loves it awful <laughs> yeah but i'll i'll, I'll have a Terrible. couple of uses it i it was a waste i mean I, I don't even want to know how much money they actually spent producing those things so but yeah so that those so are kind I, of our oh, go ahead i heard that the, the xbox one x series should be um Oh, no, no, no. The PS5 should be a little bit cheaper than X, the Series X this year. It should be because uh, it's launch. a little bit, yeah, we'll say it's not as bulky to yeah. to create. But I think, like, what are, we, what are we guessing here? I mean, 450 for PS5, 500 for Series X? What, what are we thinking? Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's going to be like a $50 difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm not confident. Um, <laughs> them both being like them both, them both waiting to see what the other person said, especially yeah. with like how things are going <laughs> right now in mm-hmm. our economy. I'm oh, like, ooh, they they might both be 500, even if one is like even True. if the PS5 isn't as powerful graphically as that Series X. 
Mm-hmm. But then, but then you also gotta expect that Xbox will give you three, six, twelve months free of Game Pass or Game Pass yeah. Ultimate, even. Somebody's so, not doing that with PlayStation Plus. No, they, they, they hoard. They'll give you like a they'll give you like a week free, tri- a week free trial. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, does anybody have any other points they want to talk about with this generation? I think we've covered uh, expectations. Launches. Yeah. I uh, I like I like some of the specs as far as the Xbox Series X is that expand expansion uh, slot for the one terabyte SSD. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that with with my Xbox One X, not yeah, my Xbox One X, um, that it runs. I ran out of so, so many games from. I moved from my regular Xbox One um, over, and it was just, I just ran out of space so fast. So I feel like that one terabyte that it comes with be enough. Mm-hmm. Um, for a lot of people who just just collectively collect like download digital games. Oh yeah. yeah, and and I mean, who's everybody who gets a Series X is going to spend the first like two days installing what they want from Game Pass or previous yeah. downloads, all that kind of stuff. So previous, yeah. we're going to stress test these things pretty dang quickly, right away. Like, and that, that and you got going to be gone. And you got to wonder like, how big are these games going to be? Like, how big is Halo Infinite going to be? If that's like two hundred and fifty gigs, then you need the expandable uh, storage, which kind of puts me onto the the PS5 kick because they said that they will they will support 8K. How big is an 8K game going to be? That's like half your hard drive in like one game. That's, that's gonna be ridiculous. That's what I was gonna bring up. Is I'm worried about like if they're keeping the one terabyte as kind of like the standard, like the PS4 mm-hmm. Pro and the One X did. I'm worried about <laughs> how much bigger these games are gonna be, and mm-hmm. you. Like, my brother right now has, this is just a base PS4 that he's using, but he had on he had a Division 2, Red Dead, and one other game, Call of Duty, installed, and that was his entire hard drive. He, yep. couldn't, he couldn't install anything else. He couldn't even update to get Warzone until he installed Red Dead. Oh oh Red gosh. Dead and Call of Duty itself, damn near the entire drive. Yeah. It took up his entire hard drive. That's what I'm. That's what I'm kind of worried about. Another mm-hmm. thing that I'm worried about on um, PlayStation's end is Xbox has talked about how they are doing cross-buy for mm-hmm. first-party games. So like, you're only gonna have to buy Halo Infinite once, and you'll have it on Xbox One, Xbox One X, Xbox Series X. Mm-hmm. And Cyberpunk uh, came out and said the same thing that Cyber- they're not even a first party, but they're gonna allow everybody yeah. to just buy one license. Yeah, so it's basically going to be publisher opt-in from what it looks like with cyber oh, with a CD Projekt Red jumping in like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm really worried that Sony's not going to do that for their no. first parties because they're so heavily focused on like single-player narratives mm-hmm. that they'll want you to buy it more than once, even if it's like... I'm just worried that it's going to be like 30 or $40 and then you get the new patch. Like, that's all you're getting is mm-hmm. just a patch to optimize it for the new console. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, what happened when the One X came out? Like there was, I think, like Overwatch and a few other games had like the 4K patches that were like another, we'll say, 30% on top of the original install. And yeah, it's it adds up pretty damn quickly. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you know, it's it and I think that oh my gosh, I just I just don't see if PS5 does go back to PS3 hubris, how they can actually come out. On like as the winner of this whole thing, I know that people who own PS4s are going to buy PS5s, but eventually that well is going to dry up. Like 
if if it's new kids getting uh, consoles from their parents or something like that, then the parents are going to like look at what's the better value, what's the most bang for my buck, you know, for five hundred dollars. They're going to give them a one. They're going to give them a Series X. Yeah. So, I think yeah, it's Definitely. Xbox has position has positioned themselves by basically throwing themselves on the grenade for this generation to really bring it to PlayStation next generation, even though they don't even say Sony is one of their competitors anymore. They talk about Amazon and Google being their competitors. Cause it doesn't the, make any fucking sense. Well, because they know that the future is cloud streaming. Yeah, but at the same time, like those companies aren't making consoles. <laughs> no, no, they aren't. And and I believe that that's, that's one of their main caveats to that is, yeah, they're not exactly game producers, but they're going, they're, in five ten years you know we're always going to say this is the last generation of consoles but in five to ten years when the majority of people are just streaming you know their games to their tvs to their phones their tablets whatever it's going to be that playstation's not going to be their competitor nintendo's not going to be their competitor it will be amazon or google because they're the only two companies in the world with that kind of infrastructure in place to even try to develop something close to x cloud so yeah i, I even as a Sony fanboy, I am worried that <laughs> I'm worried that Xbox is going to take this next generation if Sony keeps going down this weird path they're on. They're going to take it hard. Like, like I remember talking to you in your uh, Twitch chat when mm-hmm. that rumored PS5 event was for the beginning of this month. Yep. And I was like, I was like, man, I'm freaking out. Sony can't. Sony can't spread this console launch out through the entire year like they need to <laughs> they need to give people an idea of what they're buying whether mm-hmm. that's showing them the box showing them the game showing them the DualShock 5 telling mm-hmm. them about more about the features because now that we have like we have all the specs now but we don't know anything about like are they doing cross buy are they doing smart delivery mm-hmm. are they doing any of that other stuff like that Xbox has done so well are they do, are they gonna adapt PS Now into a Game Pass type service and make it so that you can download games to your console? Instead well, of you can stream? download certain games. Like Only you can download four games exactly. Or the PS or the PS2 remasters that are on PS. Mm-hmm. On PS4, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean you yeah. can get like God of War and stuff like that, but yeah, you can't download any of the. Uh, PS3 games. They have like hundreds of PS3 games in PS now that you can't download, and they're super latent. Like super, mm-hmm. the latency's so bad that <laughs> you, you move the joystick, and five seconds later, you're looking where you wanted to look. And that's what I was talking about when I tried to play Injustice on the streaming version. I was just like, okay, this is not. Yep. This, this can't be a thing. You can't do any game like that where you need where you need like instant response. You can't mm-hmm. do those games on PS now. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's just they they haven't put themselves in a good situation because there's every you know we'll say every PlayStation fanboy is like we got exclusives, bro. Okay, <laughs> you've played you, you, you've then, you've played through all those exclusives. Now what do you have? Exclusives. Yeah. So, and then when those exclusives get announced to come to PC, you get so mad that you destroy. Oh my gosh! Like, did you see the guy like like killed his entire was- gaming? Uh, PC for it or no his video, his living room video or whatever. Was disturbing. Yeah, probably fake, but I still. I was like, really, man? Yeah, it probably was. But yeah, this guy just okay. demolished um his like entire that, living room. 
yeah, there's a lot of people that aren't making videos that are mad about that, and I just don't understand. It's like the more people that get to play Horizon, the happier I am because like that's a great game, and mm -hmm. they deserve more people to play that than just on PS4. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that yeah, the overall, let's call it crossover. I mean, I. I I thought I saw something about PS5 like not being 100% backwards compatible with some PS4 stuff. Maybe you can elaborate on that a little bit more. I, d I just saw like a tweet. I think today it kind of got like circulated around after Mark during Mark Cerny's talk. He talked about the 100 top PS4 games mm -hmm. and it was in regards to something else other than backwards compatibility, but then the PlayStation blog had a post shortly afterwards that made it sound like only the top 100 PS4 games are going to be backwards compatible with PS5, which I don't really see a problem with. I, I don't I either. The top, only the top 100. Yeah, like, like top 100 best, selling, like like the best selling kind of oh, games, I see. not okay. not just like random double A, yeah. like weird double A third party okay. games. Which makes sense. I mean, how many hundred? I mean, how many exclusives are there that will translate in America? I mean, Japan obviously is way different, but yeah. that's why they're gonna have different skews for Japan and America. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just like, I th I thought it was only gonna be like God of War, Last of Us, Horizon. Like I I, I must have misread that, but yeah. Um, I, yeah. So I think that once again, Nintendo they're not going for the generation, they're going for their handheld. They're going for their market. I mean, I don't know anybody who mainly plays the Switch as a uh in docked mode. That's a handheld game for everybody, except for like Mario Party obviously, but yeah. um I mean, I've that... played my Switch on docked mode maybe like three times, and I've had it since I've had it since it launched. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I usually I used I to play docked mode exclusively handheld. because I had the pro controller, and I didn't like doing the little tabletop mess with the pro controller and like looking down at that. Like, it just it defeated the purpose. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, um, there's but, some cool stands out there now for that. Oh my gosh, there's so many cool stands. But everybody, thank you so much for watching this episode of the Real Cold Games Cast. Uh, once again, that's Alex, Lanky Dragoon, that's Mill, C4 underscore Chicago 1 at Twitch, and I'm at Fargo Brady. Uh, hit us up on Twitter, you know, let us know what your thoughts are about the shows, about what your thoughts on the next generation could be. Once again, you know, like, comment, subscribe. Um, if there's anything else I could ever direct you to, um, extralife.org slash Fargo Brady. You know, I still got my medal up here. Um, we have already topped 15, almost $15,000 for the year. Our goal for the end of the year is 50000 So if you ever feel like being generous and contributing, uh, that'd be great. Um, but until next time, it's been fun. See ya. Yes. See ya. See ya.